a wonderful gorge, the canyon of Ponte Alto, just outside Trento. Charming, but not showy. Somber, but elegant. No, this isn't a description of Grace Kelly, but of the city of Trento. Which, however, under its composed and distinct airs of a dame from bygone times, hides an impetuous and feral temperament. A wild and primordial soul right outside the city survives protected by the mountains, amidst deep ravines, majestic waterfalls and splendid rocky formations. The good news is that to visit them you don't need to arm yourself of a machete or become a modern-day Indiana Jones. All you need is a pair of comfortable shoes, uh, spoiler, flip-flops and stiletto heels do not fall in this category. On an intercity bus, numbers 9 or 10, you can arrive in the Cognola district and from there take a short walk to reach the Orrido di Ponte Alto Gorge. In Italian, Orrido means horrendously ugly, but in this context it also means something that perturbs or scares you. Actually, the Orrido di Ponte Alto is a bit scary, since it is a steep crag the bottom of which is not readily visible. While you are suspended dozens of meters up between the rocky cliffs, engulfed by the crashing sounds of the water, the city and civilization as a whole suddenly seem to have disappeared and you feel small. An amazing and at the same time destabilizing feeling. A visit to this canyon is the equivalent of a triple trip into the past and the 15,000 years in which the turbulent stream excavated the mountain that separates Trento from Valsugana, opening its way into the Adige Valley. At the same time, it is a trip into the early history of tourism and of the first rudimental engineering works that, starting in the 16th century, were built to try to contain the fury of the floods that threatened the city. The Fresina stream, in fact, has always proved useful to the local communities to irrigate the fields and to drive the mills. But it has also always been unpredictable and problematic. You would never guess it when visiting its source as it originates as a tiny rivulet from the beautiful Erdemolo Lake. As it descends from the valley of the Mokini, however, it grows in power and speed, and its impetuous waters drag along all kinds of detritus, pebbles, large rocks and tree trunks. As it approaches Trento, the Fersina unleashes its obscure nature and frighteningly destructive strength. This is why, in the 16th century, the city started building some of the world's most ancient waterworks. These structures are precisely what create today's Orrido di Ponte Alto waterfalls, with two spectacular jumps that dig deep into the walls of red rock and luxurious vegetation with a deafening roar and unexpected reflections of light. Children and adults alike are dumbfounded by the spectacle. 
In the past, things were quite different, however. The inundation of the Fersina were too many to count, as were the attempts to stem the fury of its floods. The first serious works were commissioned by the Prince Bishop Bernardo Clesio, who, in 1537, ordered the construction of the first weir, serra in Italian, basically a large, low-head dam to stop the detritus transported by the Fersena uphill of the city and avoid it ending up inside. Up to 20 meters high, the first weir to be built was made of wood, and this is why it was destroyed several times by the raging waters. This continued to happen up until 1850, when the more advanced hydraulic technologies and an anti-flood plan prepared with Habsburgian precision arranged for the weir to be built using gigantic squared blocks of local stone. A second weir was added to the original one in 1882, called the Controserra Madruzza. Thanks to these water containment structures, today the Fersina arrives at Trento's door with two wonderful waterfalls. The first about 25 meters high and the second almost 40. And more. Thanks to these majestic waterworks built on the Fersina on the 6th of May 1889, for the first time, Trento was lit by the electricity produced by one of the world's first hydroelectric power plants. Let's face it, this is an authentic marvel of nature and of human intelligence. Wow! The first to realize what an attraction the Orrido di Ponte Alto could be was Massimo Fontanari, a man renowned for his business spirit and intuition. In the early 20th century, just as the concept of tourism was starting to bloom, Fontanari purchased the Ponte Alto Inn that had functioned as a post and carriage stage. He had it renovated and enlarged and transformed into a restaurant. In addition to this, the Fontanari family had the brilliant idea of using the path accessing the weirs, previously used only by the waterworks maintenance technicians, to take tourists to visit the gorge. And of course, they had to pay a ticket to be taken there. In a very short time, Ponte Alto and the restaurant became an attraction much favored by Trento's citizens, as well by the crowds of visitors from all over Italy. After a long period of inactivity due to safety reasons, in 2017 the Orrido di Ponte Alto was once again opened to visitors and is currently run by the Ecomuseo Argentario Eco Museum that includes the Monte Calisio Plateau and its environs. The restoration works have attempted to recover as much of the original path as was possible. This means that today visitors can experience their adventure at the waterfalls and amongst the rocks, led by expert guides. As the path descends, visitors enter the gorge of the Fersina stream and look out onto the two falls on two splendid jutting balconies. Be prepared for the surprise! The second balcony, accessed via a special spiral ladder, leads you directly underneath the water flow front of the Controserra Madruzza Weir. 
and you find yourself literally inside the second waterfall, ready to be hypnotized by the gigantic mass of water as it plummets from 40 meters into an abyss. Once you have finished visiting, don't go back into the city just yet, but stay on the hill and enjoy the panoramic view of Trento from high up. To get the best out of it time-wise, and to avoid getting lost, follow one of the trails suggested by the Eco Museo Argentario on Monte Calizio, a pretty mountain that is attractive not just for its charming landscape and its biodiversity. The name Argentario, in fact, derives from the silver mines that have been mined there since ancient times. Argento is the Italian word for silver. Imagine that the most ancient mining laws of Europe were signed right here in Trento, way back in 1215. That is why today the Argentario is a gigantic Gruyere cheese made of hundreds of labyrinthian tunnels called canopy that crisscross it throughout. The mountain of Trento wasn't just rich in metals, however, it also supplied the so-called Trento stone, a calcareous sedimentary rock that came in various colors, white, gray, green and red. Trento's streets, its palazzi, its walls, the Porta Veronensis and Portaquila gates, the castle of Buon Consiglio, the cathedral, the towers, in short, all of medieval Trento was built using this stone. This is an ancient story based on fascinating technology that is all revealed when visiting the Cave di Pila extraction sites. As for more recent history, well, suffice it to say that here we stand in one of the focal points of the Festung Trient, for example, the fortress of Trento. This consisted in a mastodontic complex of Habsburgian fortifications that enclosed the city of Trento from 1860 to World War I in a sort of fortress. More than 10,000 tons of rock were extracted from Monte Calizio to build tunnels, artillery posts and trenches, and to defend the city in the east. The path that leads to Dosti Castelvedro is a panoramic route abounding in what remains of the military artifacts and with a breathtaking beautiful lookout onto Valsugana. Today we are hiking on Monte Calizio in comfortable shoes and with trekking poles. In ancient times, however, those who traveled here were at best a stones man or a miner and at worst, a soldier fighting the world war. Actually, we live in fortunate times. Vicky Trento Walk in Trento is a project by Cooperativa Mercurio, also supported with contributions from the Comune di Trento, Wikimedia Italia and the Chamber of Commerce of Trento, in cooperation with Italia Nostra, Trento Section, with the Tridentine Diocesan Museum, with the Eco Museo Argentario and with the Municipal Library of Trento. This podcast is published under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 4.0 license.